G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus spent quite a bit of time calling us to live the life that he's planned for us. That's great. But the question is, how do we know what that life looks like? And how do we know if we're actually living the life that will lead us to eternity with him? How do we know? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at the way you're living your life from a different perspective. And do stick with me, because very soon I'll be telling you about my special edition book. It's called Power Unlimited, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you experience firsthand the power of God to transform your life. Over the last few weeks on the program, I've been rabbiting on, I guess, about the fact that how we live our lives, what we do on the outside, is the evidence of what's going on on the inside. If we say we believe in Jesus, if we say that we've given our lives over to him, then it's got to show on the outside in what we do and how we live. doesn't mean that we have to work our way into heaven, not that at all, nor does it mean that we have to pedal oh so hard to be in God's favour, but simply this, that if we really have abandoned our lives completely to Jesus, then as the months and the years go by, it's going to make a difference in our lives, the sort of difference that other people are going to notice. And if you perhaps aren't at the point in your life yet, and this whole idea of abandoning your life to Jesus sounds, well, frankly weird, then look at it this way. When you take a look at someone you know to be a Christian, what do you want to see? A hypocrite or someone who's authentically living out their faith in love and humility? And so this idea that our lives should reflect our faith in Jesus, it's pretty straightforward. I don't think anyone would argue with that. But the question, the question is how? I mean, what's my gig? What's my call? If Jesus means me to be getting about his business, what does that exactly look like for me? You know, I think it's really important to ask and answer those questions. It's great to hear someone banging on about following God's call, about living the life, about walking the walk as well as talking the talk. Most people realize you need to do that. Question is how? Most people, when they hear Jesus say, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Well, we get that. You you can't miss it. The question is how? How do I know that I'm living out the life that God has planned for me to live? It's one of the most common questions I'm asked time and time again. How do I know if God wants me to do this or that? Take this job, step out in that direction. Sometimes I don't feel or sense any call at all. There's no voice from heaven for me. I I don't want to botch this up. I was reading an article recently by Dr. Don Bacon, the former head of the Overseas Missionary Fellowship in the US. Now, this is the organisation that Hudson Taylor formed years ago to reach into China. Anyway, Don's article asks the very same question. This is what he says. I confess that I struggle to understand just how God guides. At times, doors open in a way that seem to shout at me, pay attention, this is your opportunity, walk through it. 
There are other times, however, when I feel as though I'm totally on my own to make a decision and I don't hear a voice whispering in my ear, this way, walk in it. I love it when some heavyweight like that has the same problem as me. It makes me feel in part normal. That's sometimes how it is for me. Sometimes it's so clear. My call to step into this ministry that I'm involved in now, to be sitting here in the studio chatting with you, was so clear I could not miss it. But other times I pray and say, God, how do you want me to handle this particular situation? And he doesn't give me a sense of that. I just walk into the situation and I do my best with who I am and what I have. There's a wonderful passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 that says this, For we are God's fellow workers. Literally, in the original Greek, we are labourers working together with God. And that is so consistent with what Jesus said to his disciples. Have a listen. John chapter 15, verses 14 and 15. He said to them, You are my friends if you do what I command you. I don't call you servants any longer because the servant doesn't know what the master's doing. But I've called you friends because I've made known to you everything I've heard from my father. So there's this great sense of, on the one hand, God is God. He's not my buddy at an equal level. He's God. But we're not slaves anymore either. We're friends. He tells us what he's up to, and we are therefore his co-workers. Again, Don Bacon has this to say. God doesn't treat us merely as robots at the end of a remote control. Rather, there's a divine synergy between the Lord of the harvest and each of us individually in working out his plan for our lives. I like that. I I think a lot of people stressing out and thinking to themselves, man, what if I'm not in God's plan? What if I've strayed off and I, I don't even know? What if God means me to be over there doing that, but I'm over here doing this? There's going to be trouble on that day of reckoning. And perhaps those things are actually true in your life. What we have to do is spend a bit of time praying with God, and we inevitably get a sense of whether we're in the middle of his plan or whether we've wandered off. But, you know, I I don't think sometimes that we give God enough credit. Imagine you were God, loving and gracious, all your anger for my sin poured out on your son on the cross instead of me so that I might be forgiven. And imagine I came to you, all torn up inside, realizing I'd wandered off, asking for your forgiveness, asking you to show me what you have planned for my life, what you want me to do. Okay, you're God. What would you do? How would you respond to me? Wouldn't you be absolutely delighted to reveal your will and your plan to me and show me how I can join hands with you in your world and your plan for this world? Come on, give God some credit. Don Bacon again says this. He says, I'm persuaded that God will guide us, but the defining of any so-called God-given assignment is a process that includes us as well as the Lord. I believe that it's important for us to pray about what we should do, to read the scriptures carefully, to make sure that our motives and overall values are in alignment, and to seek godly counsel as well. But I also believe that we need to take more responsibility for our part in the decision-making and believe that in the process, God's will will be at work as well. You know, that's so liberating. See, God's in this. Just, Just relax Get close to him. Step out in faith. You know something? If it's not his direction, he'll close the door. To some people at a certain time, he speaks clearly, and to others, he never speaks. Dave Busso is someone I've come to know over the years. He's the founder of of a large global ministry now called Opportunity International. It's a microfinance ministry that creates something like, like one job every 20 seconds or something amazing like that in the developing world. And Dave has this most stunning 
entrepreneurial ability to spot an opportunity, to develop it, to raise the funds and to get it off the ground. He's done that countless numbers of times. He said to me once, he said, you know, I've never had some great epiphany. He just uses his God-given ability, spots something and goes and does what God made him to do. Most of the time it works and on the odd occasion it doesn't. See, for Dave, God's programmed his will into Dave Busso's DNA. It's just the way that God works through this man. He knows who Dave is, and that's how God communicates with him. There's a beautiful statement in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. I think all God needs is a person with a simple childlike faith. Well, maybe I'm not quite sure whether I'm in quite the right place. and Maybe I don't quite know the next step or when to take it. But that's all right, because God knows. And Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9 says this, In his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord, the Lord determines his steps. Life can be tough. Temptations come at us from every direction. Obstacles block our path. So if you truly want to live your life for Jesus, what you need is power. Real power, supernatural power. That's why I love to send you our special edition book, Power Unlimited. Because if you believe in Jesus, then the truth is that you have all the power you need to overcome temptation and sin and to shine the light of Christ into this dark world. God's Word, my friend, is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that He'll help you experience firsthand the unlimited power of God to transform your life through this book. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.